0: If you hear me what is up everybody welcome to another episode of the snaggle show it is episode 30 five question mark uh, all i know is it's the second episode in april which marks some kind of modern day snaggle show record um i'm very excited for those of you listening if you're listening on anger.fm slash snaggle show or in your podcast app of choice on ios or android i appreciate it appreciate your listening appreciate your subscription Give it a share, tell your friends, tell your mom. Today, we are talking about Animal Crossing New Horizons. It has been out for a month as I'm recording this. It'll probably be a month and a day when it goes live. Uh, I'm co- So here's the thing. So a little bit of backstory, guys. I have never played an Animal Crossing game proper. Never, ever have I ever played an Animal Crossing game proper. I have played Pocket Camp for a short amount of time, maybe like a month. I I, I can't get into those long-time mobile games. Mobile games are very cyclical for me. So that literally is the limit of my experience in the Animal Crossing world, is um, Pocket Camp. And I was on the fence going into this, um, of whether I was going to buy it or not. Um, And again, obviously, this is, you know, pre-quarantine, pre-isolation, pre-coronavirus. I really wasn't sure if I was going to buy it. I was kind of on the fence. It looked kind of cool. I thought, okay, like, this could be something that I could play. And, and, you know, it's not really hardcore. something I could pick up and play a half-hour day and whatever. And then I was kind of like, you know, my backlog is so huge. I'm still trying to finish, like, six different Switch games. Uh, and my OOTP stuff pretty much eats up any free time that I have. Um, and what really was the determining factor was my ten-year-old daughter, who doesn't really take a super interest in games. Um, she enjoys like Minecraft and Mario Maker, like the stuff where she can be creative. She was she saw a YouTube ad for Animal Crossing, and she started looking into it. And she said, "Dad, I really want to get this game." So we made the decision. Okay, we're gonna get Animal Crossing, and you know, then the whole world changed. So in order to, I I don't want to say this is like a review and I'm making air quotes. I do that constantly chat. You guys have no idea how often I make air quotes in an audio podcast. I do it when I record OOTP now with rich. I do it when I record the snaggle show. It's not a healthy, um, not a healthy relationship with me and air quotes and audio recordings, but, this is not a review of Animal Crossing. This is more just my experience in a month with it. It's almost impossible to review because the game exists in a vacuum. It exists in a world that didn't exist two months ago. And, you know, it's. I've seen it take over people's lives who don't play video games all four of us in the house are actively playing animal crossing which is something that if you asked me in february if that would be the case i would call you a crazy person because my, like mrs j doesn't have time for video games traditionally she you know works 10 11 hour days in her shop and she doesn't have time to to keep up with animal crossing and turn up prices and you know this has spawned you know me and some friends have made groups where we talk about turnip prices and stuff, and the people in that, they're not quote-unquote gamers. It's one of those things where it's like, again, it exists in this, this COVID-19 vacuum. And you know what? I, I'd be lying if I said my experience with Animal Crossing was 100% positive because it hasn't been. But we're still playing it. I'm still enjoying it. Um... You know, and and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is is my experience with Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Um, again, if you like the show, make sure you give it a share on the Twitter. You can find the tweet on my profile at twitter.com dot slash Snaggle J. Um, right off the bat, I I, I got to start with what. Um. My biggest gripe about the game is the is the island primary resident. It, 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 I get it, okay? I get it. I, I didn't do enough research before this game came out. I'll be the first person to admit that. When it came out on March 20th, I was working that day from home but still working and my daughter got to the island first. and everything since then has been a chore because of the primary island resident, which you cannot change. It's not configurable. And the only way to change it is to restart from scratch. And we tried to do that after a couple of days and there was some major, major objection to that. So we've dealt with it. But what that essentially means is if my daughter loses interest, which she has at certain points in the last month, I basically have to manage two accounts because if I want it, uh, you know, for example, I was one of the first people to move off the main part of the island. I moved onto a second-level plot of land on the west-east side. And I wanted to build a ramp. Well, in order to build the ramp, I had to log into my daughter's account. And and this is the constant theme. Now, we at this point, we have completed the main quote-unquote story. You know, so, uh, you know, really, the primary island resident at this point is not as important as it was you know, two weeks ago for us. But here's the thing. Who's to say that with these, all these different live updates that they're going to be releasing, that there's not going to be more primary Island resident tasks where, again, if my daughter frigs off and doesn't want to play animal crossing anymore, I'm left managing two accounts. I have too much invested into my personal account to take over her account. Essentially. You know, I have a house and I love it and it's great. And I have a upstairs and I have a turnip plot. And so that to me was, it was a big, at least give me the option to change it. Like that, that to me seems like something that would be so freaking simple. Just have an option to change the island primary resident. Why does that seem so hard? but it's one of those things where you just kind of scratch your head and you're like okay okay the other thing that i have that i initially found extremely frustrating but over time my frustration towards it has subsided is the one island per switch uh rule so again if you haven't played animal crossing one switch one island one copy of the game one island you can't each have your own island now in the beginning that was frustrating as hell because there's four of us, we all wanted to play. We're all on the main part of the island. You know, we have like nine or eight or nine, uh, you know, AI residents now. So I mean, the island is is fucking packed. It's like a, you know, it's like an old school diner in there, and like on like free bottomless fries night. It's packed. It's wall to wall. You go to the town square, and there's like everybody there. It's like they're giving away. Free burgers or something. I don't know why. I'm just going to continue to make a bunch of food references throughout the show. Chat. Chat. Listener. Isolation has been rough on me, guys. But, so, initially, I wasn't a fan. Kind of pissed me off. Wanted to have my own little piece of land. But the the one benefit that it has had is, I mean, you know, I probably have the majority of the play time, but we've been able to help each other through things. We've been able to cooperatively pay for bridges, cooperatively pay for ramps. We've been able to share the low when it comes to uh, looking after the fruit and looking after the flowers. And, you know, hey, my son will get this cool item, which I can exchange to him for another item. So, I mean, it's been... It, the initial frustration of, damn, we're all trapped on this one island, after a month has turned into more of a, a teamwork sort of atmosphere where we all kind of help each other. If I have a piece of something that somebody needs, you know. So that has been a very good aspect of it. It's We've been able to to help each other get through stuff. Um, it's definitely not as frustrating as the primary island resident, which is just stupid, Um but like again, being able to to help each other through stuff has definitely made that less frustrating for me as time has gone on. Um, but other than that, I really don't have a whole lot of gripes. My other big gripe. And I, I kind of, I'm kind of upset at myself now. I won't re-record this, but I'm kind of upset at myself that I started with all the things that I dislike. But the Primary Island Resident and the One Island, One Switch, those are kind of the first two things you encounter. So chronologically in my head, when I look back at the last month, those are the first two things that stick out to me. Is, oh yeah, those were the first initial things that pissed me off. The other thing that pisses me off is the monotonous repetition of of text. Oh my word. Like I get it. You caught a Dace. I hope you have some space. I don't need to fucking see it. 397,000 times again. It's just what, what that really, and, and maybe I have a unique perspective on this because you know when i when i'm working with otp and when i'm working with perfect team one thing we always consider when we do something when we add something is what is the user the ux side the user experience what is the user experience side of that i don't know who at nintendo or what group of people at nintendo thought not being able to turn off the damn puns every time you catch a fish and making you see it every single time over and over and over and over and over and over and over 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 without being able to disable it. Who thought that was a good user experience? The other thing I hate is the constant repetition of the AI characters. Um, You know, CJ is a horrible example of this, the fish guy when you're doing the fishing tournament which we had one of a couple of Saturdays ago literally you're you you have to get like seven clicks to cash in the fish that you got in the in that last round and when you're on a time limit and you have to catch so many fish in a certain period of time during the day and you have four people who are all trying to do it to get a trophy and you have to sit through the, the same monotonous text boxes over and over it's fucking infuriating it's like i'm just like how how can they have like that to me is the biggest the biggest negative i can get over the primary island resident stuff that's on me i should have known that better before we got started the one island one switch thing we're making do with that that's water under the bridge now but the text User experience is horrendous. It is brutal. So many pointless A button mashings to get through text boxes that I shouldn't have to get through for the 37th time. I really, really, really hope this is something Nintendo plans to address. Again, they've made it very clear early on and we're going to talk about this in 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 the next part here, but they made it very clear early on that this is a very much a live services game, and I do hope that through the live services, the, the the text experience is greatly improved. Because right now, like I just I dread talking to any character in the game that I have business with: CJ, Flick, Tom Nook, Timmy, Tommy, any character that I have business with. I literally want to shoot them with, like, I want to throw my controller into the TV, into virtual Nixcom, which is our island, which our daughter named, and I literally want to smack them in the head with it, but that's fine. Hopefully that is something they can address. But then, again, there's so many good things about it. First of all, like I said in the last part, the live services. Nintendo has already shown in the first month um, a, a, a commitment to making this game fun. We had the Bunny Day stuff, which a lot of people disliked. Because it literally turned fish and and stuff into eggs. And not going to lie, it became kind of monotonous after a while. I mean, we did them all. Um, The reward really didn't seem worth it. But again, it was still something fun to do. Uh, uh, You know, with a 38, a 36, a 10, and an 8-year-old playing, it was fun to do. It gave us a challenge. Um, Just today, they announced the next four live events, uh, Earth Day, May Day, Uh, International Museum Day and Wedding Season. They all look vastly different. They all look like they're going to be different things. Uh, one looked uh, Nook Miles based. The other one uh, was like a special, uh, the May Day one looks like a special island tour that you can go on. Um, the International Museum Day looked like a stamp based collecting thing in the museum. Uh, and the uh, Wedding Day one looked like it's going to be like a photographic kind of thing at Harves Island. Again, Four distinct periods of live content. Four distinctly different themes and ways to interact with it. I love it. I think it's great. Again, it's they're all not going to be for everyone. But again, you're looking, you know, three months after release, you're going to have gone through five of these different live events. There's something in there for everybody. Not every live event they're going to do is going to be um for everyone. But again, you're, you're, you're doing something really different. You know, the bunny day was, was collecting and crafting. If you do a nook miles, if you do a museum, if you do a photo one and you do a, a special island tours, I mean, you're hitting on pretty much all the different things in the game. So you're giving something a little something for everyone to do. I love that. Also, they announced some uh, big additions. Uh, You know, uh, shrubbery is coming into the game. There's going to be art. There's going to be a... uh, Leaf is coming back as a garden vendor. They're expanding the museum to have art sections. Like, all that shit is super cool to me. I love seeing that. Uh, My biggest worry after the first couple of weeks was, man, I'm going to get bored of this, and uh, I'm not going to want to play anymore. Like, you know, I'm a grown-ass man for the most part. I've got a lot of games I want to play, and yet... I keep coming back to Animal Crossing because I still, you know, I still have fish I want to catch. There's still bugs I want to catch. You know, I got to get all the ones before April is over, and and they move on. And it's one of those things where I look at it and I think, okay, keep giving me new stuff to do, and I'll keep having a reason to come back and play. And I might put it down for a week or two. You know, I I could definitely see. You know, a period of time, for example, later this fall when Cyberpunk comes out, hopefully, knock on wood, fingers crossed, um, that, you know, maybe I won't play Animal Crossing for a week or two. Maybe there won't be anything super exciting going on at that time. But the commitment for a couple years worth of live events, live services, you know, adding things like art, uh, you know, adding new characters, new stores, again, this is really setting the tone for them to, to, you know, Keep people on the hook for a long period of time, which I think is fantastic with this sort of casual experience to be able to say, okay, listen, you know, we have all this cool stuff we have planned. We can't wait to show you all the cool things you're going to be able to do, all the cool things we're going to add. Um, yeah, I, like that to me is is a, is a super positive, uh, super positive thing. Um, I think, you know, a lot of stuff, That I really enjoy as well The social element of it is great I like the visiting of other people's islands I like, uh, you know, catalog Again, all stuff that is pretty standard And pretty well known to your average Animal Crossing community member Is all new to me You know, the traveling to other people's spaces The cataloging, the exchanging of items um, I think that stuff's all well done I've been able to very easily, you know Hook up with friends and, and, you know go to their island and chain stuff and sell fruit and sell turnips. And, you know, that's been a, a good experience. It's been fun. Um, that part of it is great. Uh, I think the, the the actual, outside of the user experience of the text, I think the game plays very well. The controls work very well. I do find sometimes it can be a little... Um, a little spotty with uh certain tools like the shovel. I feel like, you know, you ha- you have to be very precise with your directional uh your analog stick placement. Uh, but other than that, I think it plays really well. The controls are great, the graphics are great, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to see where this game is 6 months from now. Uh and you know, again, we talked about this at the beginning of the show is this game exists in a vacuum? It exists in The COVID-19 world where, you know, they just released this morning, my close personal friend of OOTP, Matt Piscatella, uh, who I always trust for all my NPD group data, uh, pointed out that Animal Crossing was by far the best-selling game of March. Um, and that it has already outsold every other Animal Crossing game. It is already in March the best-selling Animal Crossing game of the franchise. Because it exists in a vacuum. It exists in a world where people have nothing to do. People are out of work. They're working from home. The kids are not in school. So it'll be interesting to see in six months, assuming that we're back to a relatively pre-COVID-19 reality, what the Animal Crossing landscape looks like. You know, our... Obviously, there's going to come a point where the people who are casually into Animal Crossing now are going to go back to their regular lives. And they're just not going to play anymore. Is that going to hamper the experience for other people that have maybe become dependent on their circle of friends? Like for us, you know, I I guarantee once Mrs. J goes, um, once Mrs. J goes back to work, uh, there's not she's not going to be playing Animal Crossing anymore. Not at the level she plays right now, which is you know maybe a half hour to an hour a day. That's going to evaporate. She might play a couple times a week, maybe a few minutes here and there. Um, Log on and see what's in the store. But again, I'll be the same. You know, once I go back to work and and cease working from home, and you know the kids return to some of their activities and stuff, it's going to be very interesting to see what the commitment to Animal Crossing is. I think it's a fantastic game. I think when you look, I think the the pros of Animal Crossing New Horizon far outweigh the cons at this point. Um, I think that, again, it, it does show a little bit of Nintendo's it's our way or the highway sort of thing. Again, if you looked at a, a, a small indie company or most other companies facing the backlash of One Island, One Switch, you know, Nintendo never a single time ever addressed it Publicly, ever, ever. There's very few companies in the world that get away with that and still have people buy their game by the millions. Nintendo gets away with that. The community gives Nintendo a free pass. And again, it was one of those things, yes, it was super frustrating in the beginning, but for us at least, we've turned it into a positive. So again, I'll probably do another one of these in the fall and say, hey, this is what my Animal Crossing experience looks like um. Uh, beyond you know, the six month mark let's say uh, because again I'm in this for the long haul I'm looking forward to see what fun live content they had as I've gotten older you know uh, my t- taste in video games has changed so much if you would have asked me two years ago if I thought I would be a you know turnip chasing animal crossing fan I would have told you you were crazy because it was just one of those things where I'm like, nah, man, I'm still trying to make it, you know. Um I'm still trying to make it in the MLB, the show, competitive scene, and I'm still playing, you know, big, massive open world RPGs. And now it's like, hey, I'm spending my time playing uh fantastic titles like Graveyard Keeper. And uh, you know, I've given No Man's Sky another um another revisit. And you know it's it, it's spending my time playing you know cat more casual more fun more kind of pick at myself games. So you know this Animal Crossing has found me at a very good time, and I do hope that Nintendo continues to pump out the great live content. I think that's what's going to make uh, Animal Crossing great in the long term. Is you know the the live program, so to speak, and what they can provide to users to keep them engaged, um, over the long haul. Um, so overall I'm really digging animal crossing new horizons. I love it. Um, I'm spending a lot of time with it. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, what the, you know, Nintendo's kind of mapped out the next couple months. I can't wait to see what they map out beyond that. I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of animal crossing new horizons. Hit me up on the Twitter, Twitter.com slash J or you could jump on the Discord, Discord club. I'd love to know what you guys think. And again, as always, thank you guys for listening to the podcast um, on anchor.fm slash The Snaggle Show or on your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS. Uh, glad to be getting back to these a little more frequently. Again, I'm sitting here on isolation day uh, 3,147, uh, third consecutive day with my real robot and jogging pants and I haven't worn real pants like maybe more than like once or twice um you know so this is an awful lot of fun to be able to turn the mic on and just talk to you guys so thank you so much for listening and until next time peace